The clock ticks. You stare at the cursor, every blink a mocking flash. You crack your knuckles and spread your fingers on the keys. Nothing. Nothing comes to mind. Just write something, you scold yourself. You only have three minutes left. You type, the dog goes, but there's no dog in your story. Should there be? You try to spin out the possibilities, but only Marley and me comes to mind, and you don't want to deal with a dead dog. You delete and start again. I walked into... Ugh, you hate the word walked. Delete. Again. You'd been writing so fluidly for the past week. Ideas and words and sentences forming an endless stream of creativity. You were even writing at the beginning of the sprint. But about halfway through it, it was just like the reservoir dried up. Your timer goes off and your phone pings with FaceTime. It's Claire, your friend who you do writing sprints with. You answer and ask her how it went. She wrote about 600 words. You? Ugh, barely 100, you grumble. What happened? She asks. You've been doing so well lately. I don't know. I was writing and writing, and then it just stopped. I couldn't start again, because like my ideas were suddenly blocked. It was like, you stop, your mouth going dry. Oh no, Claire says. Dread fills your stomach. It can't be. You had a good writing routine good ideas. Everything was going great until... I have writer's block, you say. God damn it. Hi, and welcome to Cover to Cover, a bi-weekly podcast that teaches you how to write, produce, and market your audiobook. I'm your host, Isabel Monjo from Cued Up Audio, and today I want to talk about the dreaded writer's block. The truth of the matter is that even the most professional and experienced writers can suffer from writer's block. Sometimes it can last an hour, sometimes days, weeks, or even months. However, when you're on a deadline, whether imposed by others or yourself, you don't have time for that. So what separates an experienced writer from an amateur one is learning how to overcome writer's block and then actually doing it. And that starts with first identifying what kind of writer's block you have. That's right. There are different kinds of writer's block, and being able to pinpoint which one is plaguing you is extremely helpful in moving beyond it. In fact, when I asked the other writers at Queued Up how they personally overcome writer's block, they all first responded with some rendition of, what type? So what are the different types of writer's block? Some people like to outline a multitude of situations, ranging from 5 to 30 different kinds. I believe, however, that all writer's block can be organized into three categories. A procedural block, a creative block, and a psychological block. A procedural block happens when something goes wrong in your process. This kind of writer's block typically occurs in the middle of a project. I personally believe it happens when your writer's intuition, subconscious, whatever you want to call it, is trying to tell you that something is off with your current project or even your current approach. Perhaps you've been writing a book for the past couple months and have backed your characters into a corner. Maybe the story has taken a direction you didn't expect and now you feel like you're scrambling. It happens to us all. Writers can experience what I call a creative block. This usually looks like struggling for new ideas. You can't put words to the page because, well, you have nothing to say. As opposed to a block, 
you're experiencing something more like an emptiness. In this case, you're creatively drained. No matter how experienced or professional you are as a writer, there will come a time when your energy and therefore ideas is depleted. This can happen at any point in a project. Lastly, there is a psychological block. Man, is this one fun. A psychological block happens when you're having difficulty, not necessarily with the writing, but with yourself. Maybe you feel like you can't be a writer. Maybe you think everything you write is garbage. Perhaps you're wondering what the point is. The project will never be successful, so why even try? Either the circumstances around the project or how the project relates to you is bothering you so much that is preventing you from working on it. You've essentially talked yourself out of the project for some reason or another. But you're not alone. How are things going? Claire asks from the phone. You place your head on the desk and groan. That bad, she says. Yes. What have you tried? Put a timer on, didn't work. Tried changing locations, nothing. Whatever I do, doesn't happen. Maybe you need to take a step back. No, I need to write. You shouldn't force it. Go for a walk instead. Get a snack. I did that and it still won't work. Well, maybe you're burned out. You've been writing a lot the past couple of weeks. Maybe you're creatively drained. After all, you can't pour from an empty cup. You lift your head. I think you're right. I've made a lot of progress this month. Like, a lot. So, maybe it's time to take a break. Want to get a drink? A drink sounds great. If you're able to identify why you're having writer's block, you can then go about overcoming it. Different blocks may require different solutions. A procedural block, one that might happen in the middle of a project, is usually your writer's intuition. You can't work on that piece because there's something wrong with it. This could be due to a lack of research, maybe you have a plot problem, a new character, or an unclear direction. For this, I suggest taking a quick break from the project to do something that clears your mind, then come back to it. Whether you write at a desk, table, or even standing, writing can sometimes be sedentary, and this can impact your thoughts. So, if you're having a procedural block, do something that clears your mind and allows you to think in new ways. Even if it's something small like getting a drink or a snack, petting your dog, playing a video game, or even something mindless like doing the dishes. In particular, go for a walk. Get your heart rate up, get your blood pumping, and this will really help to alleviate stress and nerves. Try talking about your issue with a friend. When you vocalize the problem, you're getting outside of your own head, allowing you to vent any emotions that may be clouding your thought. In articulating the problem, you may also discover that your mind is working towards a solution. And who knows? Your friend might come up with a great idea. If you've brought in a new character, a new section, a plot idea, but have no idea what to do with it, turn towards research. Research is a great way to find inspiration, as well as offer a direction or structure to hang your writing on. A lot of procedural blocks can come down to the fact that you just haven't done enough research. Overall, try doing an activity that breaks you out of your frustration so you can begin to think clearly again. Even simply putting the project away and sleeping on it can have huge benefits. Next, if you're having a creativity block, one where you have no new ideas, it may be because you're creatively drained or perhaps just burned out in general. For this block, I strongly suggest taking a longer break from the project. Not just a few hours, not just a few days, but a week. 
two weeks or more, especially if you're on your own deadline. This can be difficult if you're very passionate about the project, but don't panic. You're still gonna go back to it and it'll still be there. In the meantime, however, it's time to take care of you. Since you can't pour from an empty cup, it's time to fill that cup up with other people's creativity. In particular, I find reading a great source of inspiration, whether it's related to your book or not. Sometimes reading outside of your own genre helps inspire you even more and gives you a break from your subject. I personally know I'm creatively drained when I start reading and suddenly cannot stop. Additionally, watching TV, painting, sketching, or listening to podcasts and music helps to restore your creativity. Going to a museum, a play, a comedy show are also great ways to indulge in the inspiration of others. In my opinion, nothing is off limits. If you love old movies or trashy reality shows, consume it. It's still creative and you need that right now. While it may sound too good to be true, or even a cop-out, you'd be surprised by the power of your subconscious. Sometimes curating a playlist of new music or watching a stand-up routine or taking an art class can really trigger something in your mind about your own work. The way other people perceive stories and problems and characters can help you view your own book in a different light. While you are going out and having fun, your brain is basically working through your own art and eventually you'll become aware of that. This could look like being hit with a sudden bolt of inspiration. It can resemble you taking notes only to have an epiphany. It may feel like your own work calling back to you. Whatever the case, surround yourself with other people's creativity in whatever form it takes and let your mind do the rest. Now on to what to do when you have a psychological block. Sometimes it's hard to know when you're having this type of mental block as you are so deep inside it. In my experience, it comes down to confidence, performance, or other anxieties you may be having. Perhaps you're writing creatively for the first time in decades. Maybe you really love a project. You love it so much you don't want to screw it up. Or maybe you're writing for work and you just don't feel like doing it. The solution? You're gonna hate it, but it works for this kind of situation. You have to write through the block. Yes, sometimes you just have to roll up your sleeves and write yourself out of this ditch. It's important that you really only do this for psychological blocks. If you're having a creative block, this may backfire. Granted, none of this is scientifically proven. It's just what myself and other writers have found throughout the years. However, with trial and error, we have found what gets you past the psychological wall and procrastination as well. First, let go of the idea of writing well. Don't let perfection get in the way of progress. Same thing goes for drafts. Sometimes you just need a word vomit, for lack of a better phrase. Get everything out on paper, no matter how bad you think it is. You can always edit it later. Remember, writing is just rewriting. Try setting a timer. I personally find that setting a timer for 30 minutes really jumpstarts the wheels in my head. Find a good writing playlist, something that inspires you but doesn't distract. Write with that specific playlist on enough times and soon, every time you hear it, you'll want to write. Who said you couldn't Pavlov dog yourself? Another great way to break through the barrier is taking a quick break then moving yourself to a less distracting location. 
Perhaps that's your basement, your room, an office, a public library. If you move to a place that is not very stimulating, then soon you'll grow bored enough to write. Lastly, if you're feeling insecure or stressed, try telling yourself a different narrative. Instead of, I'm a terrible writer, repeat, I'm a great writer, or I can finish this story, or this book is going to be awesome. While it may sound silly, speaking to yourself in a more encouraging and kinder way really helps free up some of that anxiety and fear. Essentially, if you can talk yourself out of writing, you can talk yourself back into it. Before we close out today, I want to say that if you can't figure out what kind of block you're having, that's okay too. We find that taking a quick break, going for a walk, and indulging in other creative activities can really help overcome any type of stoppage. Try doing all of these things and see what happens. And if you overcome your writer's block before you figure out why it happened, that's okay too. The important thing here is to overcome it. So whether you do so accidentally or purposefully, it doesn't really matter. You unlock the door, keys jingling. Muffin greets you with a meow. Drinks with Claire was perfect. You spent the whole time talking nonstop until you practically closed down the restaurant. It was nice to get out, to take a break. You shrug off your jacket, dump some food in Muffin's bowl, and glance at your computer. Tonight, you're going to get some rest. Tomorrow, you're going to write down your new idea. Thank you for listening to this episode of Cover to Cover. Join me every other Monday to hear more about how to get your friends and family listening to your story from Cover to Cover. For even more free knowledge, follow us on Twitter at Cued Up Audio or myself at Izzy's underscore Inc. underscore. And if you'd like some help turning your manuscript into an audiobook, contact us at myaudiobookagency.com.